we have microphones? We have microphones. Guys, welcome back to the Columbus cast. You're listening to episode three. Look at that. We made it three episodes. We made it three episodes, and <laughs> now we have functioning equipment. Thanks for bearing with us, everyone. Sorry, we are not microphone experts. We have, I have a question for you guys. Are you following us on social media? No? Okay, well then, take one second before you dive into all of the Columbus updates for this week and go ahead and follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Instagram at ColumbusCast. You can follow us on Twitter at Cast Columbus. We kind of have a Facebook page, but if that's your thing, then stay tuned because more is coming. If you're really into Facebook, let us know and we'll yeah. put more effort into our Facebook presence. Exactly. But if Facebook is your thing, then mom, if you're listening and you... <laughs> All the moms that's... No, my mom's pretty good. She's on Instagram. Oh, really? Yeah. My mom's not on any social media. No, she follows me on Instagram on all of my accounts. I think I have... I'm up to three now, and she follows all of them. Yeah. Wow. What a supportive mother. Um, my mom, so like, makes me send her pictures. other comments about the show, you can actually email us at columbuscast at gmail.com. Those are all the ways you can contact us. Yeah, and make sure if you're listening on a platform that allows you to rate or subscribe to our podcast or do both if you really love us yeah absolutely appreciate the support we'd appreciate not a one-star rating but you know if you feel that any strongly feedback, about us any feedback just we're just getting started so if that's where we start you know great news yeah so what's been going on in your life laura you've got exciting things i do have exciting things i got a new job it's awesome still working for a large financial firm in uh, the columbus area you know I'm not going to give any hints away, but uh, Julia and I sadly are no longer co-workers. We're just co-podcasters now. So I mean, we're kind of co-workers. Okay, so we both still work at the same firm, but we don't sit next to each other anymore. What about you, Julia? What's going on in your life? Well, we've got Julia's housing crisis, 2K19. 2K, 2K19? Yeah, so just working on getting all those details together. Man, of housing is ridiculous. Of trying to stay in my current uh, my current home because i really do not want to move or buy furniture she doesn't want to be homeless that. either so if you yeah, have a I could you know about being homeless so right so sorry about last week we uh we meant to you know reach out to you guys and give you another podcast but we had a little microphone issue as we if you couldn't tell but it sounds a lot better now we're up hopefully. and running now hopefully we sound good this time but because we have these great microphones and this great equipment to come to your ears without further ado this week we're going to talk about some stuff that happened last week and some yeah. stuff that's going on this week. We got some restaurant news, some construction updates for you, and a little bit of politics because who doesn't love that? Yep. I'm just going to give you the brief rundown, and we can start with people from Ohio's their favorite topic, or I mean people anywhere, which is oh, the weather. The weather! Hey! We love talking about the weather. Julia's going to become a meteorologist. And over to you, meteorologist. <laughs> I can't even say that. Meteorologist Julia. Uh, that's actually funny because when I was in fifth grade, I really wanted to be a storm chaser. Goals. Okay, tell me about the weather. So uh, a couple weeks ago, there was tornadoes in the greater Ohio region. Um, there were, yes. Greater Ohio region in Ohio. <laughs> you mean the Midwest? <laughs> <laughs> the Midwest. Yeah, it was crazy since I drove back from Chicago and they were kind of in Indiana and basically the entire path I drove, we were like two hours ahead of the storm. Yeah, that was me, except I was in the eye of the storm because I was in Denver, Colorado, and I was supposed to come back last Sunday night. My flight got canceled because there was a tornado in, in Denver on that night. So it's literally like if you look at the map from last week of where the tornado hit, it started in Denver. I'm not even joking and went all the way through the Midwest like e to the east until it hit Columbus. And so uh, you're welcome, guys. I brought it back with me. Yeah, it was nuts. I mean, uh, 
Dayton got hit really hard. Yeah. Obviously, they're still cleaning up. Our and hearts go out to everyone in Dayton if you're, you know. Waking up to tornado sirens is never a way I want to wake. Waking up, you were asleep at that time? It was, like, midnight. Yeah, that's true. Good <laughs> I call. I got to sleep at, like, 8. Okay. Yeah, I was in a deep sleep. I, I was couldn't out. go. To, I was, like, it was, like, 11 o'clock, and I was going, I was trying to go to sleep. But then the sirens kept going off, and here's a millennial problem for you. That we got, like, my boyfriend and I got the alerts on our phone that say, like, oh, there's a tornado happening. And he was like, quick, turn on your TV. And I was like, okay, but it doesn't, I don't have cable, I don't have an antenna. Like, it's not, like, what do you want to watch, Netflix at, like, 11 a.m. when there's a tornado? It's like, I didn't really have a way to, like, stream the media. So, like, hashtag millennial problems. Well, that's why you got to have a storm radio. My mom yelled at me about that. A storm radio? You're supposed to have a storm radio. We had one, like, growing up for, like, hurricanes and stuff. Hmm. You're supposed to have a battery or hand-operated storm radio in Julie case you did the TV. cranking motion because you guys can't see here but she just when she said hand operated she did the cranking motion you know you know what that is yeah so i'll have to keep that in mind it did make me realize though that oh there's a cardinal like right outside and it's gorgeous it's That's really the red state bird of ohio correct? guys we're being blessed with the state bird of ohio right now also it's the state bird of virginia fun there you go learning mm. state birds Anyway, for this fun discourse. Anyway, it made me realize that it's really important to have a, a tornado plan. Like, you need to have an emergency plan because I live on the third floor of an apartment building. And I was like, well, it's been nice snowing. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and honestly, when there's a tornado coming through your path, like, that's not the time to be making your plan. So, if you live in the Midwest, like, maybe have your plan ready. Yeah, it's nuts thinking, like, they test the sirens every Wednesday at noon, right. and you don't really think uh, you're going to hear them. Right. And then when you do, you're like, oh. <laughs> yes, it's alarming. Moving on to a different subject of things that move quickly, you know, like tornadoes. Commuting in Columbus, right? We all oh, got, that we all transition, got, We all though. got places to go, so we um, – commuting in Columbus has been a hot topic for a while. I think people are – it's always on their mind, and I always say, like, oh, I love Columbus except for, you know, they'll – there's not enough transportation. So I have a few different updates for you. The first is that Kim, I'm going to not say her last name correctly, Magard, who is the mayor of Whitehall, was on the Confluence cast, so shout out to you guys, a couple a couple weeks ago talking about um, a mobility hubs and micro-transportation. She was saying how, they have li- how we have Lyft and we have Zipcar. There's Coda buses, of course. And she wants people to be able to, to get around without needing like feeling the need to own a car Mm -hmm. so using all the transportation available i mean we have like scooters now and we um, may have electric bikes in the future and so she was saying like between all of these methods and like maybe more to come in the future people shouldn't feel the need to own a car like that's the goal that we're trying to get to because columbus is only becoming more populated and roads are getting more and more crowded yeah the roads were not built to like deal with the amount of Columbus right. is expected to grow in the next 10 years. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a big problem really but quickly. But I think that's probably true in most, like, large metropolitan areas in the country. Like, it's not just a... Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how other other places handle it. But the, my, my whole issue that I take with this is we've had a lot of um, providers or vendors come and go through the city, and it's not necessarily at the fault of the, you know, city, city council or anything like that. It's just the nature of doing business. So, for example, Cardigo and Chariot are two services that were in the Columbus area that people relied on. And then when they left, they were kind of stuck and didn't really have 
like a backup option. a backup plan like if you let's say you like were relying on car to go which was a service where you could rent a um, smart car for like silly cheap amount which is probably why they were unsuccessful it mm-hmm. was like cheaper to take a car to go in most cases than an uber if you were going in a designated location because they could only go in designated locations yeah once once they left it's like people didn't really have as much of an option yeah i was just gonna say i wish columbus i know it's not possible now because like infrastructure needs to kind of be built before the city gets built up but right. like i love metros and subways so and funny you say that because i have two i have two updates for you here so one is that the c bus is still awesome c bus which goes up and down high street in like short north area it's free it runs it's like a circular loop is really cool but then there's also more talk about a hyperloop in columbus so mm-hmm. this this was a discussion a while ago right a couple of years ago they, they brought it up like the the Hyperloop that would go from Cincinnati, Columbus, Cleveland. I, th- I thought it was Chicago, Indianapolis, Columbus, That Pittsburgh. too, probably. Just the point that there were like lots of conversations about Hyperloop. Yeah, there's a lot of different Hyperloop. There's a website called Mass Transit, published an article on May 25th, saying that there's a new group called Transit Columbus, and they're trying to they're trying to get another Hyperloop type thing rail on Hyperloop rail system on a local ballot so that people can vote on it. WCBE said a public transit ad- advocacy group is planning on trying to get Columbus voters to add it to the 2020 just to improve funding and all of that. I always forget 2020 is next year. It sounds like such a far off it's like the future. Year. The future is now, Julia. It's, it's next year. <laughs> <laughs> and we're almost halfway through this year. So right. Yeah. That is soon. No, we're more than halfway through this year. What are you talking about? Oh, man. Yeah. Look out. So the group Transit Columbus is asking for it. Um, CODA has put light rail options before voters in the past, and they've all been defeated. Like, they never are successful. So more to come on that. I don't think there's really like a ton of news other than just they're trying. That's like the current state. And we'll just see. There's a quote. They said, um, we understand there's a real demand for high capacity transit in Columbus. We have to find a way to pay for it. We believe public support is there to fund that, said Josh Lapp, who's the chairman of Transit Columbus. Yeah. One other thing about mobility in Columbus, there's a Smart Columbus picked a startup to build a trip planning app with mobile payments. So the idea behind it is it's like a multimodal app. So it will have Uber and Lyft and Bird and Lime and Coda passes and potentially even parking all on one app. So you don't need to have like 12 apps. You can just do all of your transit and transportation transactions. That's a lot of good alliteration. All in one place. Um, And rumor, I don't know. I heard someone say this today who attended an event downtown at the convention center that they're considering not allowing anyone, any vendor that doesn't want to be part of the app to come to Columbus. So like if there was a vendor, let's say jump is like the next, I think is the next electric bike bike scooter that's planning on coming to the Columbus market. But let's say they didn't want to join the multimodal app, then they wouldn't be allowed supposedly. So Hmm. we'll see. Interesting. I like the idea because that does make things easier when you don't have to do 8,500 apps. Right. But after being stranded that one time in an Italian village with an unworking phone and not able to, like, pay, pay for, for parking, parking yeah. that was really frustrating. So I think Columbus just needs to keep in mind that there are going to be people who don't necessarily have a cell phone or don't have the app um, downloaded. Like, if you're right. – Columbus is trying to become, like, a new, like, touristy city. And mm. not that it's that hard to download an app, but when you're just driving around and right. you want to, like, park on the street, it's a lot less tempting to do that when there is a sign that's like, you need to download this app and pay via phone. You can't just stick 
coins in the meter like you could. But I guess that's good for parking garage that's business. That's a really valid point. We should put that on the um, parking form. Oh, yeah. The survey so on monkey. my survey. If you want to attend a local Columbus Municipal Board transit meeting, Julia sounds like the perfect candidate. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should Maybe I should do that. Maybe we'll go. Guys, thanks for inspiring us. Get more involved. So what else is what else you is know happening? What else is happening? You want to know what else is happening? Let's talk about <laughs> Hawking Hills Hiker Hospitalized. That's <laughs> what's happening. Wow. That's some alliter- Hi, alliteration. Hi, my name is Laura. I work in communications. <laughs> Could you tell? Um, yeah, so in the past week, there have been three people reported seriously injured at Hawking Hills, none of which were on the path or the trail. So one of them was actually helicoptered. Wow. Yeah. Another H. That's alliteration, but it's not funny. It's serious. So if you're hiking in Hawking Hills, don't get hospitalized. You're welcome. Stay on the trail. That also leads me to next week, next weekend, rather, there is a festival happening, and apparently it's happened like a couple years ago. It's called the Duck Creek Log Jam. It's not a barrel rolling contest. Or I thought for sure it was a lumberjacking like competition. Yeah. Like, I want to see people climb trees and chop wood. Right. Where can I do that? Here's the funny thing. Listeners, tell me where I can watch a lumberjacking competition. There's got to be one in Ohio. In Ohio, you think? Yeah. Here's the kicker of this whole thing, though. The Duck Creek Log Jam is a two-day festival happening at Hawking Hills, and the headliner is a band called Camp. And they're an awesome band. If you haven't heard of them, check them out. They are ohio local in the past like couple i would say like in the past year they've like really blown up i haven't ever seen them i really want to see them live so like i might go but it's the same weekend as pride so oh we're gonna be in the city pride fest if you want to go to hawking hills and have a little bit more down country like camping experience it would be so fun just saying i haven't been to hawking hills in a while i I think a day pass for saturday is only 40 bucks and then oh and then parking is 20 dollars. so carpool Use your multimodal app and, like, take a scooter, take a bird to Hawking Hills. So let me know how that goes. <laughs> it's not allowed on the highway, so how are you going to do that? Okay, you want to know more about driving? I got another update for you. Oh, no. More driving updates. So more driving updates? This whole, this is just a transportation. Columbus this is now a transportation podcast. So I was listening to the news the other day, and this is more of an Ohio-wide thing, not necessarily just a Columbus thing. There are, apparently there are think a million that sounds like a lot yeah more than a million people who have their licenses suspended in the state of ohio oh good but But are continuing to drive so it's this like systemic problem because it's mostly um according to the article i'm just stating facts poor and working class people who can't afford to stop driving. so let's say you are from a lower income neighborhood and you want to get a job so you can have money but you don't have enough money to pay for the fees to apply for your license you would probably drive anyway because you need to get the job to pay for the license and if you're driving to said job and you get pulled over and you get a ticket then you already owe your licensing fee but then you on top of that owe a ticket and this is like apparently a common problem so there's this program called like the amnesty program they are the state of ohio is going to give amnesty to certain people or provide like more of an installment plan because people owe people owe like a lot of in some cases like hundreds not not hundreds in some cases tens of thousands of dollars um i just thought it was kind of interesting to think about and like think about all the things you can't do if you don't have a license there's a lot Mm -hmm. so it's just food for thought um i won't go any more on about it but we'll leave the link in the description if you want to read more about ohio and um driver's license amnesty pretty interesting 
we're also working out how to put links in the description. Yeah, we'll not figure it out eventually. We're time, just going to so. keep saying we can, we're going to put links in the description until we figure out how to put links in the description. If you really want to see the article, shoot, Go to us our Twitter. <laughs> shoot us an email. Yeah, DM we'll, us we'll, and we'll we send it to you. We promise we will retweet all of the articles that we have talked about today. So if you really want to know, you can follow us on Twitter. Okay, Julia, what, what do you have? Well, um, become a tradition now. To let's talk about apartments. Oh, and yeah. Please <laughs> go for it. And new housing. So this isn't like directly apartment related, but it is about a study on affordable places to live. So there was recently a study done by Go Banking Rates, and it was on the 50 major cities. The cheapest one to live in was Cleveland, and like Columbus fell somewhere on the list. But basically, it talked about like using the 50-30-20 rule, which mm-hmm. means that 50% of your income is supposed to go to necessities, aka like your rent, your utilities, your food, your gas, your like health expenses, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, 30% should go into splurges and fun, so eating out, shopping, and then 20% into your savings, so retirement, savings, all that sort of stuff. So it used that and then like the average income of an area and the average home prices and right. renting prices yeah. to kind of pull a report that gave you the um, required income needed to be a homeowner and the required income needed to be a renter. In the report, they found that um, Columbus, the average like median income mm-hmm. was um, $49,000. $49, yeah, $49,000. That's like a decent amount of money. That's like a big chunk of change. Definitely yeah. above poverty line. Yeah, exactly. Pretty decent. Um, and then the average income needed to be a homeowner, which, you know, being a homeowner is hard. Yeah. It's um, $68,000 a year. A year. So that's to afford like to live comfortably. Comfortably. Yeah. So, like, that's just, you know, 18000 off. Yeah, pocket that's a change. Lot. I mean, so if you had two people, it's achievable. If you have two people, it's but achievable. But that's not the point. The point is that. <laughs> the point is it's not achievable. We can't buy houses. <laughs> um, but. Wait till you hear this. Um, renters need an income of $75,000 to live comfortably. So renters need more money than homeowners, than homeowners. apparently. But um, honestly, well, yes. Wait, really? Yeah. Does that include, like, homeowning expenses, or is that just, like, mortgage payment? I'm assuming it – well, are you talking about homeowning expenses such as, like, fixing things and Yeah, everything? when things break. Or, like, insurance or, like, HOA fees if you have them or – I'd say it probably includes HOA fees. I'm not sure. I'd have to look deeper into the study. But right. logically, I'd say it probably includes HOA fees and utilities, like, the guesstimate for utilities and that sort of right, stuff. Right, but right. it probably does not include, like, renovating your house. Yeah. Or, like, any major but projects like, if you're, like that. you know, sink breaks or if yeah, you Yeah, but, need I mean, that's part of living comfortably. Like, living comfortably means you can fix things when they get broken. Okay. Wow. Cool. So, the point here is that not saying you spend $75,000 a year on rent. No. It's no, it's just saying that's what your salary should be with the 50-30-20 rule to be able to live, like, in an average apartment in Columbus. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But part of the reason for that, Julia, is what? what or what's your... What's your hypothesis? Those stupid luxury apartment buildings. Yeah, why we like everywhere you look there's more luxury living. Yeah, I I just don't I don't get it. I mean, <laughs> I I love the idea of luxury living, but who doesn't? 
I want to live I just feel like I don't need that luxury of living like right like you don't need a museum in the lobby of your apartment no I don't need like, like these crazy I don't need a whirlpool tub right now but I would like you know a working dishwasher right so the whole point is that yeah let's knock it down a notch where like people can afford the median salary can afford the majority of right, apartments so you said the here. median salary was what 49,000 but yeah. the average apartment the salary? average salary you need to comfortably be able to live in an apartment average or median because we said the median salary was 49,000 and median median yeah median so. and average median and mean are different but yeah anyway, but median median's a better judge of it they're so. pretty they're close enough because i don't know i don't know numbers but they're close enough but to the point is that's like almost twice as much as the as your salary that you need like you need a two a so double raise pretty need, much no it's called two jobs <laughs> that's what it's called well that's why i mean dual income that's why right everyone but I mean, like, like you know some pe- like people have two jobs yeah basically the rent is too damn high <laughs> right so if we're spending too much money on rent then like what are some cool you know low cost things we can do on the weekend so that we're not spending all of our yeah this weekend is uh the arts fest so that just takes place along the Scioto Mile, and you can go and walk through all the booths, and they allow you to drink, which is really cool. Really? Yeah. Open container during the... Yeah, I got, like, a froze last year and walked around with it. Like, they don't, like, rope I just you off or anything. I just assumed that people did it. I didn't know it was, like, actually okay. No, you can actually, like, walk through the Arts Fest with your um, alcoholic beverage of your choice. Fun fact of Of your choice day. that you purchased there. They you probably can't wouldn't bring your own. They probably wouldn't love <laughs> if you brought a like <laughs> flask, but <laughs> uh. maybe not. But yeah, Arts Fest is really cool. There's like a bunch of live music, a bunch of different artists from Definitely. all over the place. Mm-hmm. It's not just a local thing, which I found out last year. I was expecting to see all local artists. But and there are, yeah, mm. it was. There's a lot of local artists, I would say, and it's cool in my opinion that Columbus is big enough that we can attract artists from outside of the state to come be part of our. Yeah, Arts festival. I wish they had it like sectioned off and it's like these are all your local humans. That would be cool. Yeah. Where's the suggestion box? I don't know. Let me let me drop them a DM. Yeah. Really quick. Slide into the DM. Yeah. So that is um, happening this weekend, and then also Columbus Underground has a good guide to watching movies outside. So if you're oh. into watching TV, there's but you feel like you need to be outside. Yeah, there's like a lot of different because they have them at like different parks and like oh, I thought there some was just more one. I know there's like one big one that does. Yeah, it. Yeah, that's like the six one four one. Right, I didn't realize there was that's more than like that. on this kind of by Kosai and stuff. Right. Um, and it's ticketed. I'm pretty sure because mm-hmm. they like sell out. Yeah, I know um, that. So if you see a movie you want to see with that, then like definitely hop on your tickets. Right. But there's a lot of like free ones or like ones that are geared more towards kids or oh, that sort of thing. So like, yeah, the Easton last, has them. That's true. Last year, I think it's like Friday nights, they do a kid's movie. Yeah, Easton um, has them. Grandview has Easton them. Easton Town Center. So if you want to like still be slightly like a couch potato, but you need some fresh air and you want to say you spent time outside <laughs> this weekend. Go watch a movie, but Go outside. watch a movie outside. <laughs> and those are my free things. I had do. another thing I wanted to add that, oh, I think I already mentioned it, but Pride Fest is next weekend, which is a big one. And our local Columbus favorite, a.k.a. Pride Cheerleader, a.k.a. Nina West. Nina West. Nina West, the, the best drag queen of all time. Miss Congeniality. He actually collaborated with Jenny's, and there yeah. is a Jenny's Nina West ice cream flavor. So there's the Nina West collection, which is like her four favorite ice creams. So there's Blackout Chocolate Cake. Which is vegan? No, no, it's not. 
I totally the, lied. Some of their new vegan ice creams look so good. Or maybe it's not vegan, but it's dairy-free. Maybe there's a difference. But Texas Sheet Cake is dairy-free, and it's amazing. They do, like, crazy. Like, you can eat it, and you would never know. Oh, um, cold brew with Texas. coconut cream pint is dairy free, and that one's part of the Nina West collection. And then there's also gooey cake batter and sweet peaches and cream biscuits. Or no, I read that wrong. Sweet cream biscuits and peach jam. Yeah, I thought Amazing. there was also like a cream puff one, but so no. So they made it. Um, I get really distracted when I walk in there, and I can't. It's like cream puff Nina West's flavor. Let me see what it's called. I forgot. They made one just for her, like a flavor just yeah, for I her. Yeah, I thought it was cream puff. But anyway, proceeds from her collection, pride shirts that they made, and her flavor are all going to... Ah, uh, dream puff. It's Nina West's dream puff. It's salted vanilla custard with toasted pastry flakes and an exorbitant, exuberant strawberry sauce. Mm. So I think it's just like a traditional cream puff which is like to be honest jenny's best flavor is a cream puff in your opinion cream puff, in my opinion i like the um goat cheese one and cherries or the lavender whenever they have lavender it. lavender's really fruity it's like fruit oh, loops somewhere I but love i love it lavender anyway it's uh go check it out because it'd be really yeah. yummy also check out any of your favorite like local columbus places because a lot of them have pride gear like out oh true. like yeah Wolfstridge did a really cool pride shirt. Um, hmm. I think Seventh and Son has some pride things going on. Like, so I definitely mean, like happy pride check month. that out because you can definitely find some cool like local products and things that are special just for the month of June. Right, but Pride Month is every month. Okay. Um, also, one quick correction. I'll just pop this in here. Last time we podcasted, last podcast that we had, we said that we referred to the Memorial Tournament and we kept saying next weekend, but it was actually last weekend. So. And our last podcast, it was two weeks. Basically, we thought it was Memorial Day weekend. It was not Memorial Day weekend. It was the weekend after Memorial Day. You, Julia wrote, don't have much to say about this, but they did put bubbles in the fountain. <laughs> Is bubbles like a... Oh, they there's like somebody that pranked like probably some like high schooler or something, um, put like soap in oh. the fountain like in Merrifield. <laughs> And, like, it, like, created so many bubbles that it went into the road. And, like, they were trying to, like, figure out how they were going to get it cleaned out so the fountain wouldn't make bubbles by the time the tournament came. That was on, like, Monday before the tournament. But That's I was like, hilarious. That is don't condone that behavior, but it's funny. Yeah, that is funny. But I don't have much to say about golf. Um, I don't know who won. Some guy. Apparently he's young. He's, like, our age. And Tiger was there. He didn't. I don't think he did Tiger much. didn't win. Um, but he was there. And I saw the blimp. So, oh, very cool. Yeah. There's a lot of people that went to that. Maybe I should go one year, cross it off my list. Honestly, like, I feel like it's one of the things you could go to for like five minutes and be like, yep, yeah, okay. Yeah. I did it. I can leave now. I mean, I just need to cross those like major sporting events off my list. Like, yeah. The Kentucky Derby, because I didn't get to do that this year. Hmm. And then um, Indianapolis 500. Oh. Those are like those local, like, Columbus things I can cross off. Those are neither well, of those. I mean, neither of those are local, local to Columbus. Enough to Columbus that I can drive there and make a weekend out of it. If I lived okay. in a different city, it would be a lot more complicated to try to go to like Indianapolis. Yeah, and probably not worth it. Maybe but when maybe I can we'll just take a podcasting there. trip to the Indy 500 next year, and instead of the Columbus cast for like one week, we'll be like the Indy cast. <laughs> the in we'll only <laughs> we'll only talk about um races and cars. Driving cars. Tires. It'll just be us making race car noises for an hour. The pit crew. <laughs> That's 
That's, That's all kidding. I know about racing. <laughs> okay, do we want to go through construction updates? It's time for your favorite construction update. <laughs> Another North Market. We've got North Market number three in uh, the greater Columbus area. So this one is going to be a mini North Market. It is coming to Hilliard, and it actually sounds like pretty cool. I mean, they're Wait, where in Hilliard is it going? Center mm-hmm. Street Market. Or the concept is called Center Street Market. Oh, so I'd right. Assume so it's, a, it's like a development. It's not just the... North Market, the Mini North Market, Crooked Can Brewing Co. and Old Hilliard's Mini North Market concept called Center Street Market. Yeah. So ah. it'll be like the same concept as North Market. So it'll just be like a bunch of vendors in a place. I mean, a lot of cities have stuff like that. Right. It seems like it's going in the former Napa Auto Parts store site. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, it's going to have a Florida-based brewery. I don't know how they decided to come to Hilliard, but I'd be interested to figure that out. That's cool, though. Good for them. Yeah, maybe they have local ties. Bakes by Low, Cheesecake Girl, which I'm pretty sure I've had Cheesecake Girl before. I think I follow her. I would think you follow her on Instagram. Yeah, but there's like a lot. Wicked Lobster. Wicked Lobster? Wicked Lobster. Is that different than the lobster? There's like some cousin's cousin. Cousin Maine's, that's different. Okay. Yeah, so they're different. But basically, there's I a like lot of... I like Meatball Mafia. Wow. The nice thing is there's, like, a lot of places coming that are different. Like, these they're are new the names. Same. These are not the same three, like, Condado, Bakersfield, and... Uh, okay, calm down over there. She loves tacos. So, but, so basically, they're different than the vendors that are currently in North Market. Like yeah, so it's like... The OG it's North Market? Yeah, so they're not, like, putting... It doesn't seem like they're putting in a Jenny's, which, obviously, we love Jenny's. We just talked about it, but they're not putting in... There's enough Jennies. Yeah, there's enough. There's enough Jennies, so we don't need one there. But it's nice to see some new like names. Absolutely. So I'm excited for that. And that seems like it's opening in October. Yeah, so that'll be soon. We'll keep all we'll keep our eye on that and let you know. We'll we'll be there when it opens. So you know, no promises. We might have things to do. I'll be there when it opens. I can guarantee you. (laughs) That's field hockey season. I might not. And then there's also another Catalina's. They're opening tomorrow. Tomorrow they're giving like a sneak peek. So they had t- it's a ticketed event. Mm-hmm. So they invited certain people. They invited oh. like certain bloggers and everything. Catalina's next time hit us with that invite. Yeah, invite us next time if you're listening. Um, but yeah, that would be. It looks really super cute. It's a nice big building. It's not like the original. It's not that small. So are they gonna do like? seating like do you think there mm-hmm. is still going to be like counter like you have to go to the counter and then find a seat or um, maybe they'll keep their i don't yeah i don't foresee them like having waitresses and stuff having wait stuff let me look i don't at know the but like again. either way catalina's is great and living down the street from catalina's it's really nice because i can go there on well, non-peak time look at how big it is maybe they will have like wait stuff oh wow that it's is pretty. It's in um, Clintonville, kind of like right near the Kroger on the same side of High Street. It's so near Broadway. Yeah, right near Broadway. It's on High and Broadway. It's going to be open from 8 to 3, 7 days a week, breakfast all day. So Nice. If you get tired of waiting in line at the, what's it, where's the original? It's technically Harrison West. It's not like Italian Village, Victorian Village. It's like right in between Victorian Village, Harrison West, but. So if I'm going to claim it as my neighborhood. If you get tired of waiting in line there, then uh, go M- look. Maybe drive to Clintonville. but Yeah, because they have a lot of tables. And oh my gosh, I'm looking at the pictures now, and it looks so good. I have not had Catalina's in way too long. Maybe I need to eat that this weekend. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had the Nutella pancake balls, so Ooh. maybe I need to try. The key is to go with someone and have somebody order Just the Nutella order. 
pancake balls and somebody else order like the breakfast tacos or something savory just, like, share. so that way you can have half because you really only need three Nutella ca- pancake balls in yeah my but opinion. it's also not like a breakfast like that's like the appetizer to your breakfast yeah you gotta yeah. really like pl- strategically plan like skip dinner the night before and then just go and order everything on their menu you're so welcome good. Catalina's that was a, a free plug but next time you can pay us <laughs> next time you can give us a pancake ball there's a pour your own craft beer coming to the arena district as if we didn't have enough craft beer. <laughs> is it actually like a single brewery is coming in or is it like a vendor that's going to sell a bunch of craft beer? So um, it's called Whistle and Keg and it's a true tasting room. So people oh, awesome. are going to have the freedom to pour wine and mead and beer and cider from like 50 different taps. So um, that's so cool. Sounds like they're probably not going to be brewing their own beer because that's a lot of they might have like one or two. Do you it, do you think it's going to be like um, what's the wine bar on High Street Tastings where you get the card and then you tap the card and you can pour however much you want? I don't know, but I'd like to check it out. I wonder if it's more like Julep. Like Julep has a pour your own wall. They have a pour your own beer yeah, wall? Where? They do. Against the back wall, like kind of going towards like the bathrooms. It's like normally kind of um, after a certain time, I think they rope pour it off. Pour your own wall. Pour your own beer kind of makes me think of like froyo and soft serve yeah it's except like it's not as adults. fun because you shouldn't be like mixing your beer like you can your <laughs> soft serve like could you imagine oh my god i just want a little bit of this stout and a little bit of this porter and a little bit of this hefeweizen a little yeah. bit of this i mean it's not like you're putting go say yeah so it's look at me be my fancy beer words yeah look at you i know julia taught me everything i know get on the columbus ale trail i That's how you learn yeah so it'll be interesting to see how they do that i like pouring my own beer but at the same time if i just if i'm pouring my own beer do i still need to tip oh right i don't know i just i need to know the manners i should be using at these places Hmm. if i'm pouring my own stuff it's kind of like froyo like i don't tip at froyo i'm doing all the work yeah but yeah at bars i always tip but if i'm pouring my own beer am i supposed to tip i that's a question that i don't have an answer to if you guys know the answer please uh slide into our dms like columbus cast yeah that's the question we'll leave our listeners with this i actually have one more thing i want to leave you with um just because i wanted to end it on like a really cute note if you want something cute to look at you can go to um 614.vo.dog and they're having a contest right now for the cutest canine in columbus it's the cutest canine in columbus contest there are so many dogs to vote for the vote ends on june 16th so if you need a little like pick me up then you can go look at very adorable pictures of dogs and pick which one is the cutest honestly they're all adorable the real winner is you for looking at dog pictures when you might be able to do something more productive but this makes your heart happy oh okay have a good week guys have a good weekend yes